Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. Hey, what's going on, folks? Welcome to Got Your Back Post Game Edition, live from Long Shots in Sherwood Park. Jason Strudwick standing by, getting set to break down what was a heck of a finish for the Edmonton Oilers on a patient night from this team. Make it four consecutive wins. As always, Got Your Back brought to you by our proud title sponsors, Sherwood Buick GMC. They had a fantastic Black Friday event. I don't know if you missed it or not, but it was a big success. That's why they are the number one GMC dealership in all of Canada. Make sure you go check them out just off Baseline Road on the way into Sherwood Park. Mention that Got Your Back sent you, and uh, you'll get specialized pricing as a bonus. You'll also get three free Ultimate Detail packages on a new or a used vehicle. Check them out online, www gmcpod.com it's thinned out a touch but it was a fantastic night here at long shots great atmosphere to check out the oiler game rob and company had us all out and uh the place erupted multiple times tonight as the Oilers with an impressive comeback win against the winnipeg jets to grab their fourth in a row strutty and i have been sitting side by side tonight a little different doing podcasts this way I get to like you get to be here. We get to interact. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to dress the same. What are we on Star Trek: <laughs> The Next Generation? Hey, Look Zuby. at that, Zuby. What do you think, buddy? Are you wearing the outfit too? Who wore it better? I didn't get the memo. I, I'm going to give the nod to Strouds just because I like that uh, uh, that diamond pattern. I like the diamond. Really? Classy, the classy. Yeah, I think like a quilt. What brand is yours? It's like my grandma quilt. Do you I don't got? know. I oh, got it at a golf it. tournament. I, it. I think it's Adidas. This old thing, Adidas. Adidas, really close. Kind of ratty. It's, just, it's just excellent. Very sexy. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Sexy. Um, hey, uh, Zuby, you're going to be monitoring the stream tonight, right? So we'll have uh, lots uh, to talk about in our Ask Us Anything segment. I actually can't see the YouTube comments tonight because of the way that we're set up here. So you can keep an eye on that for Ask Us Anything. So we will check back in with you in a little bit. Uh, but we got a pretty good game here to break down. Real patient night for the orders. They did a good job in this. This was a big win. So, Struddy, let's get right to the breakdown. Brought to you by Mr. Dirk, the iconic men's clothing store in Edmonton, founded in 1939. And if you have never been, you got to check it out. Just off White Avenue and 102nd Street, they got a beautiful new shop, and it is chock full of amazing clothes, whether it's suits and pants and belts and shoes that you're looking for, or if it's casual wear, they've got you covered as well. That's Mr. Dirk. You can see all that they have to offer at MrDirk.com. Struds, people in here were patient, right? People were giving us frustrated looks here at Long Shots, shaking their heads as they looked over at us. You could tell the frustration and the angst that was building in this place, but their patience paid off. Well, the nice thing is the Oilers didn't get patient, didn't get out of their patient play. They were very calm, and I liked that they stayed with their game plan the whole night. Uh, you know, it was a frustrating night. Give Jets a lot of credit. They made it really hard to get pucks to the net and 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 to get scoring chances. Uh, so they they were boxing up the front of their net or setting up that five and a diamond, and it's really hard to get there. And the Oilers 
in in some games you'd see him get away from okay we're gonna try something different yeah they just kept moving it forward kept moving the puck forward to the blue lines pretty good defensively and just waited for the opportunities to come they got that break late the owners came out of the gate and it was like multiple chances early on in that game like connor hellebuck yeah. early <laughs> in that game had a chance right. to feel it and when you get that guy in the zone you might not get him back out of the zone and you got the sense through most of that game you're like they're not beating this guy it felt like a night where they weren't going to beat that guy but again patience and just get it on net. And Darnell Nurse, just get it on net. Yeah, that was a bad goal. Let's just call it what it is. It's a bad goal by Hellebuck, and he made some great saves. The Oilers had a lot of chances around the net. Unfortunately, not all their chances got to the net, if that makes sense. There was, like, you know, some block shots or missed net opportunities. They, they probably could have capitalized on some chances earlier in the game. But they didn't get frustrated. I think that's something that we really have to look at. Say, this is a team that three weeks ago, they would have got frustrated taking chances that weren't there or gone for risky plays, and they would have lost this game 4-1, 5-1, whatever. They stuck with it and kept doing the right thing, and I really like that because that tells me they're believing in their, their game plan and the process is working of yeah. just believing in each other, believing in what's doing right. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, like we talked before when the goals weren't going in, you know, what is it? what game do you have to rely on? You know, if you're, you're frustrated offensively and the, maybe the power play isn't working or your top guys are kind of stymied, then everybody on the bench knows, okay, let's. this is what our game is. This is what we revert to. This is what we know we have to do. And I would submit for the bulk of the season so far, there hasn't been that understanding of what is Oiler hockey. And it feels to me like in recent games they have found that more and more often. And I think it has to do with not being afraid to dump pucks in. I think it has to do with simplifying but we've seen the mistakes come out of their game and some consistency funnel in. Well, Matthias Eckholm talked about sometimes it doesn't have to be a, a winning shift. You don't have to win it. You can just play the game and not have to worry about going crazy and you know winning every shift. Sometimes it's just enough to just to have a shift. And I think that's you know when we talk about moving the puck up the ice, um, you know, early in the year and to to to, to single out a player. Leon Dreisaitl, how many times do we see him stationary try to do a backhand pass or a forehand pass across the neutral zone? It's a really low percentage play, especially when your feet are moving. Now you get your feet moving. He's attacking up the ice. Those plays tend to open up. So, um, and, and honestly, even start with the puck. You know, how many faceoffs did they win today? I think they were over 70%. Yeah. That is clear Thank domination. You. Clear domination in there. So that just tells me you're ready for your shift, right? You're ready for your shift. You're going out there. You're, you're winning because it's not always clean. Sometimes it has to be your buddy has to win it. Or so let's say the center wins it, then the, someone comes, jumps in, it's a 50-50 puck, and you get it back. So, you know, just so many parts of the games. We're like, we're sitting here watching the game at, um, and just talking about, you know, th this feels like a win. It feels like a winning game, and they're, they're in good shape. So they were patient. I love that they were patient. And this is the game that I've been dying to see. I've been yeah. wanting to see this patient game. You're down one nothing, going to third. You don't panic knowing your game is going to be okay. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Zuby, behind the scenes there, because we are live streaming right now, we're kind of going to just let this roll. We're going to edit in real time. They just started playing us on the loudspeaker here inside Longshot, Zuby. Is it okay on the stream? How's your audio? Do we need to have them turn it down a bit or are we okay? I can hear it. My audio is okay. I can still hear you guys pretty clearly, but on the stream, people can chime in if they find it distracting. Uh, they, they might be able to, maybe they could turn it down just a a millimeter but uh down just a hair okay when i get yeah when i get rob's attention i'll uh, i'll get him to turn it down just a little no. bit but again you know this is our second on location so we're kind of learning on the fly a little bit here and 
Hopefully it sounds okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Randine, just just a smidge down, yeah. Chris asked, just a little bit. All right. Well, well, let's while we're doing that, I want to talk about a turning point in this game. Yeah, let's do it. So towards the end of the second period, the Oilers got two penalties. Uh, they've been scored on previously. Up, up in the, I think it was the first period they got a goal in, on the power the penalty kill. They hadn't had one in 18 times, so the 19th one, the other team scores. Yeah. Then there's two penalties late in the second, and I, I looked over and said, "This is the game." The first one, the second one, I said it again. This is the game, and they got the job done. Yeah. I mean, how often have we been able to talk about that at, at this moment? There was, um, you know, determination to be in front of the shots uh, from the blue line, making them change their shots or blocking it. Um, better defending on the zone entries. Like there was just a lot of good things happening. And that is huge because not only now not down 2 nothing, but you can carry momentum in, right. into the third period knowing, hey, we just shut down two big moments of a power play and we're playing a goalie that's in the zone. Like I, I that to me is huge, huge. And there was no way we were talking about that even two weeks ago, buddy. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you were talking about face-off statistics and then I got a little bit distracted there. Uh, look at Connor McDavid's night in the faceoff yeah, circle yeah, struts. Yeah, yeah. 16 and yeah. 2. Yeah. That is a guy who walks into the building on a mission. When yeah. you're taking care of details like that to that degree, yeah. and I think that mirrors what we saw from his play in a lot of ways tonight, Struts. He was on it. And he's he's, you know, this is the guy we've we've been accustomed to watching for years here. You know, uh skating with the puck, making plays. And just a half step quicker than everybody else, in and out of traffic with the puck, making plays head up all over the place. I don't think that he touched the other than the one assist that he touched. He had one assist on Dry Saddle's goal. Yep. Um, so didn't you know power his way through the um, through the but taking uh, the care game. of business like like the hit yeah. he threw like the Big hits. He yeah. was all over the place. I mean. The offense wasn't necessarily there for him the same, but he was all over this thing. He, he had a big night. He, it, he just, it, it felt like a playoff game. That felt like a playoff game to me. The intensity, even the energy here at Long Shots, like it was playoff like. Yeah, it exploded in here. It was really excited, and it's and it, it, it's those are two good teams going at it. And and Winnipeg's been good all year. The Oilers are trying to establish themselves as such, um, but there were so many little details to like. That penalty kill was absolutely great. Um, you know what else I liked? I like the way they started periods too. Like they had, they had a Fair really point. good chance yeah. early on in the second period. I think it was. Right. They came out in the first period. They had some good early looks. Like this team wants to be more timely, right. and they want to be more opportunistic <laughs> in big mo moments. So Zub Zuby, I think Jeez. your mic's on, bud. You, you okay? you're hacking and coughing, oh, yeah, pal. You okay? Sorry, pals. Jeez. Let's <laughs> um, check on Zuby. <laughs> somebody, somebody get some cold effects <laughs> over out to Kelowna. Zuby's, Zuby's losing it back there. But study like they, they took care of details in moments that I think would matter to them. So here's an example. Um, I'm seeing the forwards when there's a puck battle in front of the Oilers net, they're coming back deeper to help support and clear pucks out of the front of the net. Now, you know, that's it's hard to do because when you do that, you kind of leave the, the D-man open, but they're coming back and they're not only in place because often how often we've we seen them in the right place, yeah. uh, but they don't help. They're now helping. They're winning puck battles, lifting sticks, and then getting those pucks out from in front of the net. So you have the layer of the goalie, obviously that's important. Then you have the layer of the, the, the D-men between the, 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 the offensive players and the net. And then you have these guys coming from behind and lifting sticks, these guys being the wingers and centers, lifting sticks, being strong on pucks and yeah. getting them out. So, you know, it's it's really hard to get inside of that. When you're when you do it right, it looks so easy. When you're struggling, it's 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 not. And we saw that I can't remember which game it was where there was Four Oilers around one 
player, and he had two chances to score, and he ends up scoring. That's the exact example of what I'm talking about we didn't see tonight. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Zuby, we're going to be a little looser with our Ask Us Anything tonight. We'll do a segment at the end of the pod, but we're going to pluck some questions off the stream uh, as we move along here. So, Chris, if you want to grab one right now, uh, we'll get to our Weiss Johnson YouTube mentions. Uh, heating and air conditioning, they know how to do it. Uh, only one more day to take advantage of that incredible deal they have until the 1st of December. Receive a complimentary duct cleaning when you buy a new furnace. This exclusive deal will allow you to not only upgrade your heating system, but also improves the air quality in your home. So check out WeissJohnson.com. Uh, by the way, we're going to hear that Weiss Johnson jingle again a little bit later on in the podcast. I'm not going to tell you why just yet, but Weiss Johnson has earned a second run of oh, the wow. jingle tonight. Wow. So, Zuby, stay at the ready with the Weiss Johnson jingle. What do you got off the stream, pal? Uh, I got a good one here from uh, Austin Peterson says, I love the composure the team showed, not giving up, uh, def- uh, not giving up on defense opportunities when they were pushed to get a goal. Very impressed. Dreisaitl said it best, obviously, in post after the, the game, a mature win. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, the team showed some maturity tonight having to stick with it the way they did. And that doesn't come easy for a group that's fought confidence. Composure is a great word. Maturity, I love those two things. And that's just, you know, at the end of last year, we spoke about a lot that you need to have that. You have to build that in October, November, December, right through April. Because you don't just turn it on for the playoffs. So this is a game they can go back and talk about. Say, hey guys, look what we did here. This was a game where we stuck with our game plan. We didn't go outside ourselves. We didn't take risks. We were composed. And in the end, we, 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 we triumphed because we did that. And that's, I really like that word by both the texter and obviously uh, Leon. It's, it's so important for them to believe that they can get it done and believe in their system that the coach is, you know, somewhat tweaked. Okay, we talk a lot about Ryan McLeod on this podcast. (laughs) We talk a lot. And you know what? Um, You know, I thought Wood Guy, Darcy McLeod on Twitter, Wood Guy, put out a really interesting thread the other day. I retweeted it. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, go ahead and do it. And I think, you know, Darcy's making a fair point that big picture long term, not to let frustration in the moment with McLeod have you throw away a player that pushes good analytics, good good underlying numbers, who's still young and still learning. And it was, it was a bit of a bucket of cold water in the face. I, I, you know, fair sure. enough, some of the points that he makes. Moment to moment, when you watch McLeod game to game this year, there's going to be frustration there. And I, I stand by everything that I've said about that this year. But there is a case to be made for the, the longer-term value. Turned a bit of a corner tonight. I thought, I mean, never mind the goal. It was an empty netter. Good for him. But first of all, Struds, he was out there in that moment. You have to have played a decent game to have your coach's trust to be out there in that moment. Um but seem to take it to the blue paint a little bit more tonight and be more involved. So I saw your thing about Woodguy, and, and it was a really good point, but you still, players are going to have ups and downs, right? Yeah. And so it's fair to, for, for us or for me specifically, to evaluate his moment-to-moment plays that are not good enough. Sure. That's, that's what it is. So now you go to tonight. There's two and a half minutes left. Who do they turn to? They put Janmark... McLeod and um, Connor Brown out there. That's yeah. the line they have. That line goes out there, and how did they play? They kept the puck in the offensive zone, and they kept it on the wall. You, it is, it's a really strong play when you keep that puck on the wall, and it was kind of below the top of the circles. You're going around, 
it just kills time. And they killed, I don't know, I want to say, I'll call it 30 seconds. I might be off by whatever. But the idea is they understood what their goal was. They understood what they wanted to do with the puck. And there was no unnecessary risk. You don't need to score another goal there. If the opportunity rises, 100%. But you are now 200 feet, maybe a little bit less, away from the uh, your net. And I love that shift. And that, to me, I give credit to uh, Knobloch. He, he, he picked the right line, put him out there. Yep. And those guys did a great job, led by Ryan McLeod, who understood the role. You're not trying to score. You don't have to take risks. Keep it down there, and he did a good job. Zuby, did we lose the stream there for a minute, or are we okay? I noticed up on the big screen it froze, but it's because the computer went to sleep. Yeah, We're still good? Still up yeah, and running? Yeah, it froze. We're still good, I believe. Okay, good. I had a bit of a, a mini mini little panic there thinking, oh, we're just Strudz and I are sitting here talking to each other in these <laughs> chairs, and no one can hear us or no one can listen. Okay, listen, that was the breakdown uh, brought to you by Mr. Dirk, and I'm sure we'll talk more about uh, Ryan McLeod in our Ask Us Anything segment because he's always uh, – polarizing and there's always lots that people want to discuss with him but a positive turn for ryan mcleod tonight and we'll see how he builds off of that it's a great night here at long shots i strutty went with the pierogies <laughs> and randine and i Surprise. split the chicken tenders and fries what did you what did you go with today you were loving that soup you had i love french onion soup that's some of the best french onion soup i've had in a long time i love it i Who love that there you go it's so good i saw it in the menu I'm like i gotta have it i think it's actually called campbell's soup yeah which is uh, on the on the game day menu here, and then uh, Santa Fe chicken salad. So yeah, it was honestly it was fantastic, great atmosphere. Zuby, you want to cut back to the long shots? Uh, I've kind of got a, I got the camera here. I can kind of show a pan of the place. Great bar, good spot back there. My son Kai actually doing some bartending back there, and then back there they got the uh, the golf simulators. Now those are TrackMan technology back there. That is as good as it gets when it comes to golf simulation. Uh, my buddy Rob and I were in there about a week and a half ago. We had a blast. And uh, just an awesome spot. If you haven't had a chance to come by, you definitely need to. Great location. Massive monitors to watch whatever game you want. And a good crowd. Good good service, I would say, from, uh, from Kai and his co-workers. So live at Long Shots. Tons more to come on the podcast. Stay with us. Takeaways is next. We'll go big picture on where the Oilers are at. Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. Christmas is just around the corner and we've got everything you need for the athlete and sports fan on your list. With over 30 different sports under one roof, including hockey, bikes, ball, and our amazing fan shop, United is your one-stop shop for everything sport. Don't know what to buy? A United gift card is always a fan favorite. United Sport and Cycle, your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. If you're looking for a night out on the town and want to make sure you and your fellow fun lovers arrive safe and in style, call Ahmed Enterprises. With their stretch limos and party buses, they can accommodate groups up to 22. Servicing Edmonton and area, Ahmed Enterprises provides luxurious, reliable, professional transportation. Whether it be weddings, parties, casino nights, game night at the arena, or any occasion, give them a call at 780-231-6018 or check them out online at ahmedenterprise.com. Mention Got Your Back sent you to get 10% off your luxury ride. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club is YEG's top destination for adult recreational sports. Offering over 20 different options, including ball hockey, indoor volleyball, pickleball, 
And now, ice hockey for all you fans out there looking to lace them up for the first time or get back into the game after a few years off, like Strutty. Sign up by December 13th for the winter season beginning mid-January at edmontonsportsclub.com. We are back live at Long Shots in Sherwood Park. Having a blast. Love doing these podcasts live on location. It's our second one and uh, hopefully second of a number to come. Time now for takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health, where they specialize in total body and mind wellness from chiropractic and massage care treatments to acupuncture, soft tissue therapy, nutrition. They've even got an on-site registered psychologist. Redefined Health is there to help you get well and stay healthy for a lifetime. Visit redefinedhealth.com. We need to send out a big shout-out to Dr. Tyler Fix, who, by the way, has been doing great work on my knee. <laughs> you can see, you, I'm, how much better am I moving, Struts? Like, I'm... I don't know. I, it's the complaining. I mean, we're all sore, buddy. I don't. You're not the only person with a sore body part. Do I tell you every time my hands hurt or my hips are sore? <laughs> I mean, my text line, I don't know, Zuby, it's enough with the text, group text, and his bad Neil, knee, wheel. I've mentioned it what? I think I'm down to, I think I only mentioned it three or four times today. That's not bad from where we started. Oh, geez. The only guy injured. <laughs> only guy in the city that's injured, or in Alberta. Uh, it's like, I won't say which one of my coaches, but back when I was uh, playing junior and when I, I finished, and, you know, my back injury was part of the reason why I couldn't play anymore, but. Not the hands. I was, I was talking. I was uh, had nothing to do with the hands and the heavy boots. He goes, Reesh, everybody's got a bad back. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> My buddies that I used to play with, they still bring that up. Now I'll see them years it's later. And around them, hey Reesh, everybody's got a bad back. <laughs> yep, yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, but we do have to send a shout out to Tyler, uh, Doctor Tyler Fix, because he's a little under the weather right now. He's fine, nothing to worry about. But we know he's a little banged up. So uh, we're sending our best to uh, Tyler. He's laying in bed listening to the podcast, I'm sure. I think he told you that just so you stopped texting him about your knee. <laughs> <laughs> can we make this about me? What this else can we do? Yeah. Yeah. What else if can we I make do? it about me, will you stop complaining? Oh, oh man. That's awesome. Okay, Struds, let's go big picture here. Uh, you know, the orders are going to get a little bit of a break here. Have a weird little, little bump in the schedule. They're going to have, I think they have a couple of days completely off. And then what they're going to get after that is, I believe, three straight days of practice. So when you're a new head coach, you come in, there's basically no time to actually do much practice-wise, and he's going to have some time. So let's start with the two-day break for players. Unusual to get two in a row like this midseason, but they'll get them, and then three days of practice. What do you do with those two days? I, I don't think I ever got two days off in a row. At it's, least, yeah, it's weird. Unless it's, it's, it's Christmas. Yeah, like yeah, right. And so it's really odd. Um, I think the players would be wise to really use this time to just rest and, yeah. and recover. Not that I think that they're tired already, but I do think that there's you know a lot of hockey to go. So you know, get massages, let her do some yoga, whatever. Just kind of like relax, take it easy. Um, and try to get ready. Then you 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 come back, and Nonboss going to have a plan. He's going to have an agenda of what he wants to do. So I think it's got to be clear when you talk about implementing a system, or you're, you're, you're tweaking, you're making small tweaks all the time. He's not going to come in and go from like Apple to Windows. Like let's just be clear that yeah. it's not that dramatic a change. It'll be slight tweaks here and there, a positioning. Um, you know, we're we're talking in some cases where the wingers may go. It might be six feet. 
might be 10 feet. You're somewhere different. So I think he'll, he'll want to, he's going to, they're going to, as a coach's staff, sit down and say, okay, what is going well, what isn't going well, and what do we want to implement? And then they'll use those three practices to do that. Um, so I, I think it's a really good opportunity for the coach to really get his thoughts into the team. But again, don't expect massive, massive so, changes. So let me ask you this, though. I mean, a week ago, he might have been looking at it going, okay, looking at those three days, like, got to just get there because the to-do list would feel fairly long for a team that was right. playing the way they were playing. I feel like this break comes at a weird time. Like, this is the best they've played all season. They've rattled off four straight wins. I feel like the last thing this team needs right now is to stop playing for five 100%. or six days. It'd be better if That's the Carolina no game was Saturday night. Yeah. But the schedule is what it is. Like, right. you can't. He's, he's, he, no one cares that you're scheduled. You don't like it, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think, though, that there is less for him to do than maybe he might have thought before? Like, do you go a little – not hands-off. He'll never be hands-off. He's the coach. But it doesn't feel like there's as much to muck with right now. Well, how much has he done already? Yeah. Right? Like, you got to remember, these are NHL players. You can tweak on the fly, right? Yeah. In the middle of the game, you can say, you know what? Um, we're going to reverse pinch. So what does that mean? So if the team is hard pinching you down the wall, instead of accepting it as wingers – you now skate out to their winger or their D-man, and you reverse pinch them. Right. So you're now playing the higher and you get the puck out. So these guys can do that. This isn't like, you know, these these are not, you know, 11-year-old hockey players. These are guys that have been around playing their whole life. You can tweak mid-time. So I think that I believe there have been some adjustments already. Um, like I talked a little bit about the wingers coming down lower and helping in front of the net and actually helping, not just being yeah. present. So I do think that they can use this time. I, if I'm him, I'm figuring out the biggest things I want to make the change uh, on or, or adjust. And, and change is rather wrong. I think adjust is a better word. And they use this time to do it. And that, I mean, the penalty kill seems to be in a good place with Man. Mark Stewart. I think the power play likewise. Yeah. So those are two things that if you can take those two things out of the equation, I think that helps a lot. Um, you know, there was with about a minute left, CC held the blue line so well. And, and he, he, he kicked the puck back down. And the Oilers had a couple chances, but they didn't score. But I would actually like to see them work on that more. Get their D-man to hold that line more often. Because if you go back and watch, I want to say it was like a minute 20 or something left in the game. He just shot it down right at our at, at, at the Oilers' blue line and got it going the other way. So that's something I like to work on. Now, that's a very specific area. But, you know, he's going to have areas that he thinks are important, not just for this team to get better, but that he values as a coach. And I think those are two different things. What do you think the team needs to get better at, but what you value as a coach? Do you think that this team was ready to turn this corner before they made the oh, coaching man. change? It's such an unfair conversation, but it's one that I'm sure an Oiler fan sits yeah. there and thinks about, right? Because let's look at the numbers. So they've now won seven of their last ten games. Yeah. And that means they've won, what, six out of nine under Chris Knobloch? Yeah. So he had the three-game yeah. losing streak where it got a little dark there, but now they've bounced back and won four in a row. Was this team ready to take that step? Or do you look at the, the staff and you look at the changes that the, – the subtle changes they've made, but Strud's not just that. Like, the blue line is playing a higher quality of game, all of them. Yeah. So do you look at Paul Coffey and go, I mean, were they ready to improve? <laughs> Maybe, but yeah. these guys have to be getting some credit for what's happening here, don't they? There was no way that the team was this that bad, right? Yeah. At, at, at prior to the coaching change, there was no way they're that bad. So were they going to go back to a higher level? They they could they only get worse. There was it was impossible for yeah. them not to. But then I think that discounts what the new coaches have right. brought. 
even Mark Stewart, even though he's not a new coach, and the I'm numbers not, are ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I'm not saying Dave Manson was a bad coach. I think he's a great coach. I would love to have him as a coach. But whatever tweaks he's made, or even a new message, whatever it is, there, it'd be unfair to discount what these guys have done. So, yeah. unfortunately, we'll never really know. I wish there's some parallel universe that we we see. You know, they don't change, and then whatever happens happens. But I think it's a bit of both, I, and I, I think you have to be fair. It has to be a bit of both. The players are always going to rebound or, or beat, not rebound, but improve their play and the the team. And and sometimes the jolt. You know, we I think I said it. Um, I don't know, maybe last week when I said there was no bounce from the new coach. Well, maybe this is the bounce we're, we're yeah. seeing, right? Six out of nine. I think the move was made in part to kind of be like, you know, just a jolt. Right. Almost right. like shock therapy or something, yeah. right? Like, boom. You know, uh, you know, the Jack Campbell move felt similar. A guy that was well-liked in the room, just right. boom, gone. All of a sudden, just gone. Right. That shocked the group a little bit. A coaching change of a coach that clearly still had the room. That the players still liked, and I still maintain. I think they were stunned that it happened when it did. That they won that game, and then suddenly he was gone. I think it was just like I think it was like a cold cock across the face. Which is, no. it is a bit of a surprise still. I mean, I don't want to revisit that, but I he had to feel something was going to happen, right? No. It was like they were waiting for something, a no. trade or whatever. But either way, this new the new coaching staff has got this team. Breathe. I mean, it was whether it was uh, some uh, some wind in their sails or whatever it was. They're, they're heading the right direction, and I, I, you know, I, I think we have to be careful to think that on Wednesday we're going to see all these huge new changes, right? Yeah, dramatic changes. I, I think you continue to work with what you have. Um, you, you, the changes you made, tweak them a little bit, and then just keep getting guys to believe in themselves. Yeah. So I'm looking at like. James Hamlin. He didn't play tonight very much, but he was five and one on the faceoff thought, right? Yep. Um, McLeod, you know, tell him how you know, look, buddy, look what you did here. I would show him that shift that I sp spoke about, not the one he scored. It was one before that. Look what you did here. Like start Stuart Skinner, same thing. Keep pumping, like pumping all these guys' tires. Uh, uh, Ekholm, although it's, you know, you know, vet doesn't always need a, a, a pump up, but Bouchard, like get those guys feeling good about themselves, moving forward, make sure the energy's going. Um, and so, really, I'd say, guys, okay, what day? So, we'll see you Sunday for practice, right? Would be the first time. Yeah. By the way, if people that are watching on the stream notice that a thumbs up, Zuby, how many times has the thumbs up happened? Oh, my, like a half dozen, maybe. Yeah, I was going to make so Okay. So, this is the new technology where it recognizes, like, if I do a thumbs up, there you see it, right? There it is. Now, the oh, reason it keeps happening is because this thing behind my head. Looks like a thumbs up, so it's recognizing it, and then it's throwing the thumbs up up there. So kind of a weird little. Oh, there it is. There it is, right there. So, yeah, an interesting one. Well, whatever the reason is, Struds, their five-on-five -five play has been better. Their power play has been more timely. Their penalty kill has been lights out. They've cut back on the big mistakes. Their decor, basically to a man, are playing better. Uh, the turnaround is real right now. This is not exactly. smoke and mirrors, man. No, it's not. And now, you know, they're, they're, they're crawling back into it. So they kind of, they've either passed or, or equal to kind of that lower tier in, in the, the wild card comp conversation. Yeah. Now they're getting close to like the Nashville's, the Seattle's, right? Yeah. So, but they're not, they're not there. They're working their way back in and a streak was needed. There's no doubt. A streak was needed to kind of crawl back up. So now they, okay, let's take a quick pause, get organized. And then they hit a ground uh, on, on Wednesday against Carolina. They got to... They got to get going. They got to keep pushing, right? right? 
Okay, that was uh, takeaways uh, brought to you this week by Redefined Health. Hang in there, Tyler Fix. Uh, I'll be seeing you in a couple of days, bud. You get back on your feet because you got to keep me on my feet. Uh, okay, when we come back, uh, and this is where our good friends at Weiss Johnson are going to get a shout out because a decision has been made. Like, Zuby, someone had to make the final call. We've been going back and forth on the name of this segment for weeks. Weeks, eons. Since before your knee injury. Before, yeah. Seems like forever ago. It does seem like Back when all I had was a bad back. (laughs) Yeah, those are the good old days. (laughs) Multiple ailment, Rashad, now. Oh, Oh, my goodness. So we picked a name. The winner, I don't know, Zuby, you probably don't have a drum roll uh, sound effect, do you, pal? Can you get one together in four seconds? Uh, no, but I have a uh, no, but I have applause. You have applause. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, we can, yeah. So the segment name coming up shall be known as "Take a Lap." Time. What? Oh wait, sorry. That <laughs> no, was, no, 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 no. Sorry, you oops, play that, that applause. Yeah. Sad trombone. Yeah. Yeah. You play yeah. that applause. Take a lap. Ouch. We have finally named it. And the reason why we're giving you the Weiss Johnson jingle, you know whose suggestion that was? Dennis from Weiss Johnson. Yes, for the meaningful. Hey, a meaningful contribution on the podcast. He has named a segment. So it'll be time to take a lap right after the break. Brought to you by Backscape. Stick around. We'll be right back. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, boy. I might have had the ultimate soundbite of all time on this podcast. Yeah, I'm hoping it slid by unnoticed. Did it, Zuby? Nothing um, on the screen? Let's see. I <laughs> Let me check. I haven't seen any mention of it yet. I oh noticed my God. it. Okay, good. <laughs> you did uh, notice it? I did, but I... <laughs> I was... <laughs> yeah. It made was, me laugh also. I, I might have not to laugh. I may have actually oh. laughed right in the middle of that commercial break with my mic open. I'm not sure, but <laughs> apologies if I did, oh did anything to the commercials. Oh, I was trying not to laugh for the rest of that segment, man. All right, it is time to take a lap. Brought to you, Strutty, by our good buddies at Escape. Uh, you gave out two today. I did. The people coming in. People Lana. came right up. Yeah, two people happy. walked up and said, "McLeod." I handed over. Two brand new backscapes. It's tonight. great. So they're exciting. They'll be trimming as we speak. Oh, <laughs> this product is taking the online world. <laughs> <laughs> 
storm right now. It is everywhere. Get rid of unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant rechargeable shaver coupled with a long handle lets you take care of business on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy. It's awesome. Right now, it's their biggest sale of the year with 30 to 50% off. Visit Backscape.com. That's B-A-K-Scape.com and choose from a variety of packaged delivered right to your door. Right on. Whew. All right. We made her. We did. We did. We made it through here. So you got Mark Hang on. Hang on for a yep. second, Sha. Your internet just went really gummy, so we didn't hear much of that. So I might be taking over the show here. No, let's see. Let's see if you stabilize now. Are we okay? Check one, yeah, two. Check one, I think two. you're okay. Whatever you were saying there, run it back and okay. do that part again. Oh, I was just saying, I love it when the sponsors get along because it was actually the crew from Martin Motorsports that was here tonight. One of the guys that was with them came up and said the code word to me and got the backscape. And then we got Kevin from Kinprint over there. Uh, we've had uh, all sorts of sponsors coming and going today. It's been awesome. Brett from uh, Ferguson Moving stopped by. Uh, everybody coming to check out the great atmosphere down here at Long Shot. Stretty, let's take a lap. What do we got tonight? Well, let's start with the trade today. Uh, Zadorov was traded out of Calgary to Vancouver for a third rounder in a couple of years and a fifth rounder this year. Um, I I feel like this seems like a little bit of light return, but I, there must have been a little bit of pressure. Uh, maybe some things going on behind the scenes. We'd heard uh, back then talk about everyone, everyone to calm down and just the captain of the Flames and just focus on the year. But it goes to Vancouver now. Now, let's talk about this defense that Vancouver has. They've got Hughes, Ronick, Ronick, I should say. They've got Cole, yep. Myers, Carson, Susie, and Zadorov now. Myers, Susie, and Zadorov are probably, what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, by average. Those are some big boys. Really big guys. The other three are a little bit smaller, but obviously the first two are very skilled. Then you got Cole. So I really like this pickup by Vancouver. You know, Zadorov is a fifth, sixth defenseman, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but he's very physical. He's mean, and uh, so I like this pickup for Vancouver uh, compared to what they had there with some younger players. He's a he's a big, strong. He can be. He's a tough guy. Like he's right. not afraid to drop the gloves and fight. The other thing is he, that he's shown himself to be this season is a presence in the locker room who's not afraid to say things. Now yes. you could argue maybe he said a little too much in Calgary. <laughs> recently right 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 well i mean he went on that tour through out east right. and talked about wanting to trade there as he was going through toronto so there was that but don't forget he's also the guy that had the comment saying I, i'm gonna paraphrase it here but when the flames are really struggling like he talked about you know how many coaches are we going to go through here right. and you know you need to turn over a new coach like you got it like, he, he really put the onus on that locker room so he's outspoken but he can kind of back it up with a pretty good level of toughness. And his play has really come along. It has. And he's an effective player. Like this is a playoff type performer you want in your lineup because mm -hmm. of what he brings physically. So, you know, you're looking at him, you know, I know the Leafs are maybe interested in him, but he goes to Vancouver. I don't think that's ideal for the Oilers. Um, I don't know. really think that in the short term, that's great for the Flames either. Uh, but they did move a guy out who maybe was causing ripples through the lineup. So you move on and, now it's done. You see what happens with some of the other UFAs in uh, Calgary. My buddy Rob, by the way, is sitting right behind us here. Li lifelong Canucks fan. So, Zuby, if you want to cut to the shot, lifelong yeah. Canucks fan. Trade today, Rob. Thumbs up or thumbs down? 
Oh, what? Jeez, jeez, he really? loves his fifth rounders. Zadorov, were you in love with draft picks? Fifth Interesting. Rounders. There's a guy respected so guy like a, likes draft picks. A 25 year fan of the team gives it a yeah. just so so. I think yeah. most Canucks fans are pretty happy. I today. think it's a good. I, I think it's a good trade for them. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's the guy you're. Everyone's going to want to be trained for towards the trade deadline. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, I'm not sure what it is about crazy things that happen in hockey, but Tristan Jari, say for the Pittsburgh Penguins, scored the first ever goal for that organization crazy. as a goalie. Crazy. It was 3-2, playing against Tampa. The puck comes all the way down. He gets it and just absolutely airmails one. It was a two-hopper right into the net, and the team went crazy. The fans went crazy as well. I, I was trying to think of what you could compare this to in any other sport. There's very few things. I, I thought of two. One would be when a pitcher hits a home run. Two would, That's a good one, actually. would, would be yeah. when, a, when a punter or a kicker throws a touchdown on a fake play. I think those are the only two things that I would even come within close to yeah, a goal. I was going to say goal. like a uh, like a D lineman picking up a fumble and running it in from a distance, but that's even more common. Like that's yeah, I think because you you get a chance to get a, like fumbles, right? They pick yeah, it up, yeah. they recover it. Yeah, but I think this that rare. you know maybe someone can checks in on the stream. But how often do you see a puncher, a kicker throw a touchdown? Pretty rare, especially on like a fake punt. I'm talking or whatever, or the you know the, the the pitcher hitting a home run well now they don't bat so it's pretty rare but or it's really rare but um, yeah I think those are the only two things that would be similar yeah that was a great moment there was a there was a text that came in that said uh, he now has more goals than Ryan McLeod from your number what's that was that from your no number? it wasn't from my number someone <laughs> sent that to me but then McLeod put that to bed he's now tied but again positive night for Ryan McLeod uh, okay that was our time to take a lap. Brought to you by Backscape. I think that name is fire. I think that name is gonna. Yeah, work. You love it. You know, Zuby, are they liking the name on the stream, or what's the what's the, what are the what's the feedback what's the been like there, bud? Uh, it's pretty mid. People were pretty excited about my sad trombone. See, I'm sour. That was just a gag. That was just a gag. Of course, I I like the name. I actually, I yeah. I think it's a solid. Yeah. You 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 sabotaged true. an element on our show by bringing that trombone in like that. Like that was you have now like saddled that name with that thought from our the, core listenership. The button is right next to the applause button. It could have very right. well been an accident. It slipped. <laughs> it was slipped. an honest mistake. Okay, when we come back live from Long Shots, Strutty's World, and ask us anything as well. And also our gem of the night. You're gonna want to stick around for it. We're gonna give a. Uh, Unless something better comes up between now and then, we got a pretty good idea what it might be, and uh, you'll want to stay tuned for that. Lots more to come here on Got Your Back. Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.skimarmot.com. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster. Find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca. 
When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good. <laughs> and we saw the ad there from uh, Pathfind. Great to see Dominic from Pathfind. He's in the house tonight. Uh, not his night for Strutty's World, though. Strutty's World tonight is brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. That's my brothers, right? DLR providing beautiful maintenance-free vinyl fencing and decking materials. The key is maintenance-free. No painting, no staining, no splinters. I've got it in the backyard. I love it. This is my family's company. Rob runs the branch out in Calgary. Rick runs the branch here in Edmonton. Uh, that is DLR Vinyl Products. Strutty, what do you got, buddy? You know, I'm, I'm a guy that I, I like to move and shake. You know, I run some you pretty do. high circles. Yes, you do. And uh, every now and then I got to stop and have something to eat, right? And I actually go to Subway quite often. And I don't know if anyone ever has noticed before that recently they changed their menu. I've been getting a spicy Italian for probably 30, well, maybe not. Yeah, pretty much 30 years I've been getting a spicy Italian. Really? I yeah. went in there and I realized it's not in the menu. Because now they want you to order by number. So to say whatever. It's got your number, whatever it is. Spice Day Town is nowhere to be found. How can a restaurant or a chain with such a successful menu take it off? That would be like McDonald's taking the Big Mac off it. It would be like uh, Wendy's taking away the Frosty. Interesting. It's like uh, Earl's taking away whatever. The, you know, but you, you need to have those staples. And I was, I was so disappointed when I went in. I was upset when Subway changed the bread cut. Do you remember they used to do the deep V yep, cut? I do remember And I yeah. never understood that. I never understood why they I did that. I never even noticed that changed. The but this deep is like v 20 and then years. Pull the middle out. Um, it's about 10, gosh, that's about 10, 15 years ago. Do you even go to Subway anymore? I do all the time. You never noticed the bread cut? Well, I, no, I noticed that it changed, but I forgot that it used to be the other oh. thing. So that I could live with that. But now they have to go in there. And so I've, I was wondering, it's been about five or six months since they changed the menu. I was wondering how long it would take for them, a new employee, to not know what is in that, that meal. Today was the day. So today I went in there and the guy says, what's in that? I said, Spicy Italian has been around since before you were born. It's, a, it's a, an institution. And they took it out for no reason that I know of. So if someone works for Subway, yeah. please send it in to Sandwich Artist. I'm frustrated beyond... You can believe. And you've always had the same thing. Spicy Italian. What do you go for? I, so what do we go? What do we go for cheese here? Uh, orange cheese, lettuce, green peppers. So you go the orange cheese, not the white cheese. No, jalapenos and pickles. Okay. Two runs of mustard, two runs of sub sauce, non-toasted, no salt and pepper. Lock it. Boom. And I take a diet kind Pepsi. Of whole wheat. Or multi-grain. Kind of diet multi Pepsi, eh? Yeah. You like your diet. Same thing Lots, all the eh? time. Same thing all the time. And imagine if they changed it. Like, I don't know if anyone else has suffered from this, but... It's not good. Yeah, when you lose something that you love like that, it just doesn't feel the same walking it's through the, the door. It's not the same. It's one thing to have the bread cut, not yeah. the same. I'll never go to Mr. Submarine. I'll never, I'll never go there. Yeah, I feel you. Are there that. even Quiznos around anymore? Are Quiznos around? I, don't know. I, don't, I feel like I haven't seen do you live in the, Do you live in Alberta? Like, you're, what is going on? Like, I feel like it's a one-way conversation here. <laughs> I'm right probably with you. knows. Like, what? I don't know. What do you mean? No, I'm what right do you mean? With you. Well, I'm do right you with see you. Quiznos? Do you walk around and see a Quizno when you're driving? Well, now that you put me on the spot and ask me, I'm double, I'm double clutching, thinking maybe not. Yeah, maybe Quiznos is gone. Zuby Quiznos isn't gone, is it? Zuby? He lives in BC. Why are you so, asking it... him? <laughs> oh my God! 
I honestly, what are we doing here? <laughs> your segment. Have you or have you not seen a Quiznos in Edmonton lately or Short Park? I don't know. Would be my answer. Have oh, you? Man. No, you I, don't haven't. Have an I haven't. I haven't seen one. That's why I think it's out. Somebody Google Quiznos Edmonton and we'll see That's if they're still. There was a bunch. Tubi, are you a Subway's guy? Some. There has to be some. I, mean, they don't I don't just... know. It's like remember they used to be great Canadian bagel. That's true. Actually, those I used disappear. to pound those bagels. Maple bagel with strawberry cream cheese. I pounded honestly, buddy. I would take those things down. They were so good. <laughs> oh boy, so good. Yep. Zuby, do you have an issue with Subway changing their menu? I don't go there enough to. But if I was a regular customer, I, I, the commercials even bother me. That I, why are you naming your sandwiches and stuff and your, the you know yeah, whatever yeah. the like? Just tell me what's on it. The Turkey Bacon Club. That's what I want. Right. Yeah, it's tougher to order off the app too. Uh, Joey's Joey's got rid of the chili chicken. Like that was crushing for me oh, when yeah, they did. I agree. Like I that was that. a devastating. And there's the little chips in there. Or something? Yeah, yeah, the little, the little yeah, the wontons in there. I, yeah, stuff, is yeah. that what that is? It's really frustrating when you go into a place that's familiar to you and your yeah. favorite isn't there. So I'm actually, as much as this has turned adversarial awkwardly, <laughs> I'm actually right no. with you on this Stretty's world. <laughs> it wasn't adversarial to you wouldn't answer the question. Well, no, but I didn't did know you, the have answer. You, have you have you not seen Quiznos? I don't know if I well, have. I haven't sure. paid attention. You're looking at me like I'm asking you what your password is for your pin, your no, but, uh, bank but card. Why can't you just answer the same question? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get a status. I'm trying to understand. Then you say, Zuby, what do you think? Zuby lives in BC. That's like asking, what do you think the weather is right. like in Edmonton right now? I, I'm I'm calling an end to this segment. This is getting out of hand. Fair point. Fair. I'll agree with that. This is getting out of hand. Fair I'm point. enjoying that every was, minute of it, really. <laughs> that was Stretty's World, and that was brought to you by DLR. Now, the other proud uh, spo- sponsor of Stretty's World, Zuby, if you can give us the uh, the camera again, is Dom from Pathfind. Oh, yeah. And Dom was kind enough to come out. Dom, give us a wave, buddy. Yeah, there's Dom That's from good. Pathfind, the great crew from Pathfind. We love when our sponsors come out to our live on location. Massive Oiler fan. Uh, I think he might like McDavid in particular, I think. You, right. you know what I respect about Dom is he's got a Euro cut jersey on there. Right? He's got that tailored. Oh, yeah. It's tight. Yeah. There's no extra material floating around in there. Yeah. Like Is that a boy's medium, Dom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far off. It's not far off, he says. <laughs> awesome. Dom from Pathfind. All right, we're having tons of Sexy, fun here man. at Long Shots. Uh, still lots to come. We want to know what you think about tonight and Quiznos and Subway and all the mess that we've talked about here tonight. So our Ask Us Anything segment uh, is coming up next. And we have we got no commercials in between, right, Zuby? We're rolling right into it. Correct. We're ready for it. You betcha. Brought to you by Match Eatery and Public House. You know, when it's a game night, if you're heading down to the rink, if you're not staying out in Sherwood Park or staying home, why not head out a little bit early and check in at Match Public House in Eatery? It's a great location uh, attached to Grand Villa Casino right down uh, near Rogers. So either stop there before the game, check out some of their fantastic wings, or if you've gone to the game and are up for a bevy or a snack afterwards, uh, perfectly located for the Oiler fan that's out and about, that is Match Eatery and Public House. Zuby, how's the stream looking tonight, buddy? Let's. This is where you shine. Nice Good. Team, by they're the they're having lots of fun, and the football game's over now. Hawks lost. I'm still wearing my gear, yeah. but uh, but yeah, if they... everybody's wondering why it took us so long to get the stream up yeah. and running after the game, Struds, that was all Zuby. Yeah, he he would just want to watch the fourth quarter. He was literally watching the football was, game while yeah. we were waiting to get on. Good there. game, though. It was an exciting game, yeah. right? 41, Zero 35. punts. It said only the fifth time that's, that's ever happened. Zero punts in the game. Crazy. Punter earned his money. 
Very entertaining game. I, I'm sore from turning this way for this whole time back and forth. But paying really close attention to you guys and the stream. Sure you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. A couple of good comments about um, your guys' attire here. There were lots, but really quickly, Philip Short said, I didn't realize how much the fellas look alike until you see them side by side. I, oh, I guess, haha. And wearing the same thing, I guess that helps. Yeah, yeah it's um, true. And then McDavid. McDavid's, whole, McDavid's holy socks wants to know what's going on uh, below deck here. He's, he says, is Ryan sporting his, is Ryan sporting his skinny jeans and does Stratty have track pants on over denim? No, uh, no, I've got a lighter denim on. Strutz yeah. has got the dress jeans on. But I did have my track pants. I ran my son's practice. It was only an hour. So anything under or at or under an hour, I wear just put track pants over you're my not, jeans. Uh, you're not trying very hard with your shoes, though, I must say tonight. I love these shoes. Yeah, but these you've are got my... a dress denim on I know, but I like and a the, running shoe. I like the duality of it, right? It's like two ends of the spectrum. You've got very tight, dark yeah, denim. right. And then what color is that? That's pink. like a pink, pink it's like a running shoe on. Yeah, I love it. No, it I get slow. when I walk across the ice to my son's bench. I, there's a lot of rubbernecking going on. Those oh, tight, who's that guy? Those pants oh, are tight. Geez, is that you Jason can hear. Strutler you can hear those Brad heads. Hit? You can hear the heads turning <laughs> all in unison. My eyes okay. are up here, ladies. Okay, we got lots of good stuff to get to. Um, stats guy Steve Taylor says the third line: Fogel, McLeod, Gagne didn't give up a single scoring chance in their seven minutes five on five, and fourth line of Ryan Hamblin, Yanmark only gave up one. That's what you want to see from the bottom of your lineup. That's that's pretty impressive. Hey, that's important. Yeah. That, now, was that the Steve Taylor from our podcast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys have? Like, when you're not working, you guys are working. Like, hey, hey we're, we're gonna watching, let you love the show. The pod, just the four yeah. of us. Look hey. how smart we are. <laughs> good, good points by you, Steve. Look forward to working with you later on this week. Yeah, I, I would say that I think that when you're in the third and fourth line, if you're not scoring, your big detail you should have is to be very defensively responsible. And then that when you do that, it, it hopefully pushes your game out of your own end into the offensive zone so you can grind down the other team. Um, Almut, in uh, joining us from Germany at 5 a.m., says, Oilers are playing way calmer under the new coach. And there's been a few comments to that end. Do you guys see that? The calmness? I yeah, yeah, I definitely think. Like, what do you think of when you think calm? You think not throwing the puck away, not making the big mistake, right? That tends to be a function of a team that isn't playing calm. So I would say some of the symptoms that would indicate more panic have come out of their game. So it looks a lot more calm. It does. And I, 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 again, when you're when you're having fun, you know, you're, you're kind of, they're, they're, there's a joy back to their game and there's a confidence. You're not second guessing yourself. And I can't remember if it was, I think it was Knobloch that just said, this looks like a team that's a little bit paralyzed and they're, they're overthinking everything. Yeah. Now it's just flowing. You're just playing the game. You're reacting. So that also makes you look like you're, you're, you're doing that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our friend Penner's Pancake says, Nurse with a huge stick play that saved a goal. He's been dynamite the last oh. several games. All, no, all love for Darnell Nurse. I think good lately. The way he's talking, I think that was the end of the first or second penalty kill, the end of the second yeah. period there. And he cleared, yeah, it was huge. And again, that's a subtle play. It's not super sexy, but it's very subtle. And then he ends up scoring the goal. It, it was, uh, it was an, I wouldn't say it was, but it was an ugly one. Let's just call it what it was. I think Hollaback would love to have that one. Um, so he really impacted the game plan in a big way. And again, just when he just plays within himself and not going for crazy plays that aren't there, yeah. he's so much more and effective. And that's what I liked about the goal, Stratty, because so many times you see Darnell Nurse grab the puck, 
and he goes blitzing up ice and right. you're like look at this yeah looking good he hits the blue line and it's like he just falls asleep right. like there's nothing yeah. happens when he hit because he's trying to do too much that's or right it's not and that's not he his hit game. the blue line yeah and he shot he just put it on net he just yeah. shot he kept it simple but i think he was he, he got past the puck at the blue line right and then he shot it yeah. and that's he's when he gets he's got to carry it to the blue line and give it up or get over the blind and get the puck but i don't think he's both 100 percent. couple more zuby uh hang on one second here I, oh here we go um Couple of people. Uh, one of them, yeah. one of them, Shane. I'm watching the highlights now. One of them, Shane Matheson, said, um, uh, "Oilers have scouted the Columbus Blue Jackets, jackets now, back-to-back games. Um, is it Elvis Merzlikens, perhaps, that they're looking at? And uh, what do you think of that as a prospective target uh, in the crease for the Oilers?" I think it's Johnny Goudreau. Look <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, you! <laughs> Putting it out there. Goudreau. Yeah, I have heard that too, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, if they're not, but but this is the thing. You talk about there being a number of scouts there, right? Like a number of different scouts. Are you sending multiple scouts to watch a goalie? Or are you letting your goalie coach watch a ton of video? And are you, you know, is that something multiple scouts a goalie specifically? They got to be looking at more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I, I've said it before, and I, I know Shogger, I'm not, I'm not an insider, so I don't want to step on your toes here, yeah. but I do believe that the, the, the fact that the team seems to have kind of pulled out of their nose dive, I think this calms a lot of the trade right now, the immediacy of having to do a trade right now. So I think they're going to be scouting a lot of things, looking at it. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with Campbell. He has played better the last few games. Picard's not the long-term solution. You got Skinner. They got to sort something out, but I don't think that's it's not as I would think it'd be less like it happens right away, Chugger. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And you know, sense of urgency, right? There was a point where it was like Ken Holland's got to get something done because the team wasn't finding it within. He made the coaching move. They sent Campbell down, but they were still dying on the vine, and it was time to get something done just to inject some new blood and some new faces. Now, we didn't eventually execute that deal, and the team has been able to, to grab a hold of it, but I still think you have to be pretty jarred by what happened, and you still need to be diligent and see what's out there. No question. You don't just go hands-off right now. Uh, yeah, you, you have to go, you're, you're always searching, right? But, I mean, look, at if, if McLeod can get his game to where it needs to be, I think that changes a bit of the conversation. Um, Darnay, what, what does he look like, you know, in, moving forward? CC is playing better. Nurse is playing. Like everyone's playing better. So there's there's other areas of the game that need to be touched as much as the goalie. No. Uh, one more, Zuby. Okay. Um, one question, then I'm going to have one more comment that I want to throw in right at the end. Something sure. a, a nice positive ending. But let's say um, Braden Johnson, still sort of on the goaltending front, says, a few great games for Skinner, but when do we start to worry about his workload and does that make some sort of a move necessary? I mean, you've got this break coming up, but does that make a move necessary still in the crease, no matter what that move is? I'm already worried about it. I, I, I he can't play this many games, right? They just, there's no goalie in the NHL that's playing or going to play 60, 70 games. You can't do it. So they got to trust in Picard. They got to bring Campbell back or they have to find option C. They, he, he's, I think he's 50, 50 games is what you want him at 50, 55. Yeah, this break comes at a good time because he's been playing too much lately. So this will buy them a little bit of time, but I I do agree. And again, I'll say this again, people aren't going to like it. 
you're not going to like it. Right. But Jack Campbell's recent results have been pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this team is ready to write him off for months and months on end. I don't necessarily think that. I think if you continue to let him play a little bit through this break while the team is on a break, and if he continues to show well, it wouldn't stun me if there was some movement there because if Skinner's finding his game and they can rely on him, and all you got to rely on Campbell for is some backup duty, it wouldn't stun me to see a change yeah. there, Struts. No, and that's right. I don't want to make it sound like I don't like the idea of him coming up. I just you want him there for a long I time. I want the. Though, right? I'm to trying to do what's best for a player. Yeah, yeah, just for what's best for the player. And I, I get what the orders are going. I get all that. And your, yeah. your intel's. I've never doubted. So, but I'm just if if it's me, I'm the gym. Like I want to make this guy comes back and where he's not going to break again, right? Or breaks me better for, but not going to struggle again. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And you got one more comment there, Zoops? Yeah, and finally, uh, something really nice came in from Blee Shaw. He says, um, hey, Ryan, love the podcast. Real real chemistry between you and Struddy and Brownie. You're my must-listen to every post-game. Excellent post-game analysis down to earth. Gentlemen, keep it up. Cheers, boys. So something really nice on the stream. Oh, and, that's uh, nice. And, of course, Sherry jumped in there following him and said, you bet, you know, sing it, Good sister, or whatever. Yeah, Sherry was in there. We can always she, count on Sherry for just yeah. this breath of beauty and positivity. Incredible positivity. She just brings on great energy. Yeah, we she love. Brings great energy on a stream that often can get a little mucky. Right. You can always count on right. Sherry to just dial it right in. Any sandwich artist weigh in with the spicy Italian or nothing? Anything nothing? on that? Or there was on one. There. there was someone wanted you to rephrase the question about Quiznos. <laughs> What it struts to rephrase his Quiznos question, <laughs> and now I can't find it. It might have moved too far up. I didn't. I don't. The Quiznos almost broke the pod. Let's not. Let's not bring Quiznos back up. Well, that's but I am what gonna I, search it. Whoever what it did was, Sherry I think, think of our? What did, what did Sherry think of our chemistry during that? Yeah. Segment? yeah. <laughs> I, enjoy, Quiznos. I enjoyed it immensely. I was listening and laughing. I'm looking it up right now. You're looking it up right now. While you do that, I'm going to read the uh, intro for our sponsor for Gem of the Night. And it's brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sport, United, sport, and cycle. Your home for hockey, sticks and skates, masks and pads. They can get you outfitted and ready to dominate on the ice. Check out their great gift ideas for the sport lover on your list. Visit www.unitedsports.ca. So, gem of the day. We normally don't do this, right? We're TSN outfit here. Yes. For the most part. But we got to throw some love to Gene Principe tonight. You know, whatever you think of Gene's gags, and he's consistent with them game to game to game. We've all been watching it for decades. We love Gene. But Yeoman's effort from Gene Principe tonight. First of all, raising some money for Movember. So you give him credit for that. On the left, they started the broadcast tonight. He did his entire intro study while getting straight shaved with a razor. I know. How can you talk and have that razor on your lip? Well, think about that. The risk. I mean, I know. That, that's. And then you got to do the rest of the broadcast with a busted up face if it goes bad. But he's getting older. It's, it's a little. His, his, Pretty his leathery face, skin, right? Yeah, it's probably he's like a, an old baseball like club. Bad catcher. Yeah. Mitt. <laughs> <laughs> grill. You wouldn't even have to worry about and it. And then, and then this from Gene's Twitter feed, the picture on the right, that freakish sort of yeah. he did a before and after it's where scary. It's the, the left eye there, the one eye is looking a little bulging there. But anyways, Gino, we love you and uh, much respect for the, the straight shave during the broadcast tonight. That is your United Cycle gem of the day. Did you get an answer on Quiznos? There's at least 12 Quiznos in the Empton area. 
<laughs> Any in Sherwood Park that I uh, might have stumbled by? And there's also three in Kelowna. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> All right. There's got to be good one. Job. I think I've seen one. Okay, yeah. I'll say no. Yeah. Quiz knows. Uh, good job tonight, Stress. Yeah, fun time. Well done, buddy. Fun being here. Yeah, we'll do this again. Day. Maybe we'll do this uh, later in December and early January. We'll be live again on location here at Long Shots. Thanks to everybody that came out and joined us tonight. We had a great crowd. Had a ton of fun during the game. Thanks to our sponsors. Many of them showed up tonight, and it was great to shake some hands and see some faces. Big thanks to our good friends at Sherwood Buick GMC as well, our title sponsors here on Got Your Back. To Rob, Bailey, and the crew here at Long Shots, thanks for hosting, and we'll chat again soon. Weekend pod coming up next. Cheers.